1: Hello, Morning Russia regulars. It's tomorrow's show today. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Yes, it is. You like to call it hump day. Getting closer to football kickoff tomorrow. Speaking of which, we get a chance for you to pick them. Pick them oh. and beat them. I'm talking about Rob Sanders, one of our sports authorities. This is our first, first time radio we fight this contest.
0: Yeah. So Seven, tomorrow morning at 745 is when you're going to hear his picks. That's right. Now it's what? Five games of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll find out about him then, and then Rob will pick his games. He'll pick what he believes to be the winner. No point spreads. You can then go on 975wcos.com, and you make your picks. Even if you make the same picks that he makes, yeah. you could still win.
1: Which is typically what i do.
0: do. Um, because oh. if, Rob, if Rob goes five for five, then out of the, all the people who went five for five, at random, we will pick a winner, and they'll get, what is it, a $50 gift card? To, That's right. Um,
1: Tiger Paw Traditions? Or? Game
0: Traditions. That's right. Garnet and Black.
1: That's right. Garnet and Black.
0: calling it now. And then there's a restaurant involved. There's a Bojangles.
1: Bojangles. It's bow time. $50 gift certificate for that uh, tailgating pack they got. (gasps) Or, you know, you just keep it for yourself. Yeah. Get a bunch of biscuits. What? Get a uh, biscuit a day for like a month and a half.
0: Awesome. Probably buy about 20 chicken sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Three pieces. You name it. Live it up. Live it up. (laughs) So, yeah. Now so- we got
1: Tumbleweed's attention. There's food. Uh, there's can food. I play? I prefer- yeah, but you can't win. You're an
0: iHeart employee. Oh. Well,
1: as long as we're paying you.
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe not. That, right? Can we just <laughs> pay you in
1: biscuits? They've already asked that question. Can I have an option of trading it out for a three-piece and a sandwich? I mean, rotate a biscuit, sandwich, three-piece. Well, no you're making the, the contract negotiations way too difficult now, Tumbleweed. I don't know if we can keep up with all that. Anyway, we do that tomorrow morning. Uh, Rob will be popping in somewhere around 745, something like that, to give us his picks of the week, and you get a chance to pick against Rob. All right, so that'll be happening first yeah. time tomorrow. Then mm-hmm. it goes on throughout the season. Uh, also, tomorrow morning on the Morning Rush, I got to tell you something. I don't like the way this feels. What's that? Love is love. Okay. It's like the song said, um, well, well, there's so many songs about it. I'll let Tumbleweed pick out one of his favorites from the 70s. When love is the all we need.
0: Exciting and new. You went with a TV show. Come on, (laughs) boy.
1: We're expecting you. That's not the one that I thought he was going to go with. uh, I thought he'd pick out like a carpenter's tune. uh, But nonetheless, we went with the love boat theme. So (laughs) I don't know. When you start qualifying – the material things that come with a relationship—certainly, there's a house involved, and those kind of things. So there's going to be all kind of things you have to buy as a couple. But
0: this one just starts
1: out of the out of the box. It just seems
0: awkward. I am shocked because I thought that we had uh, had a similar discussion about this uh, years ago, and you came down on the side of, of course, the bride should be able to tell the. Potential fiancé what the ring should look like.
1: Well, he she can say whether I want a marquee it. cut or I want a whatever cut. Okay, I'm good with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what we have is a Morning rusher regular whose boyfriend is very wealthy, apparently. Money's not an option or an object for this fella. And she wants to let him know that the ring that she wants has to be a certain clarity. Mm-hmm. And a certain size. The size
1: thing is where I get off the
0: boat. And for her, it's a minimum of two carats. Nobody wants you to walk
1: around with a diamond with a hunk of charcoal in the middle. I get that part. You want a diamond. You want exclusively a diamond. Maybe a couple of fissures, as they say in the diamond cutting industry, would be okay. But the cut and the clarity is important. Now, when she starts dictating the carat size, that's the other C. That's when I, I get off the boat.
0: Now, why why do you get off? Because, again, if your point was that she has to wear it, it's, it is her only piece of jewelry that she has to wear every day for the rest of her life, and it's not a problem for him financially. So what's the problem?
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this. Tumbleweed, where do you come down on the girl dictating the size of the ring? Oh, dear. I probably wouldn't be married. I mean, only because the affordability, Mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was woefully underpaid. Well, I mean, think about it. Most of the people that get me, you know, when you get married for the first time, you're typically going to be fresh out of college. Maybe you're in college, maybe you're fresh out of high school, got Mm -hmm. your first job, you know, that kind of thing. You're supposed to be, as the Bible says, preparing your fields, right? So you can support your wife and your oncoming family. Bible didn't say anything about making sure you come up with the right size diamond. That's true. If it, it would seem that the Bible would point that out if it was that important, right? Oh, that's true. Okay, so I'm standing on the word on my argument over here. Very Thank nice. you for uh, for reinforcing that for me. Huh?
0: <laughs> I'm a deacon. <laughs> In the small man's group? And <laughs> um, by the way,
1: they meet tonight. I'm a
0: deacon. <laughs> He's recognized by the small men as a deacon, so how are you going to argue with him? <laughs> so now I'm looking at how do you budget for... An engagement ring, and they're saying that ring etiquette. I didn't know we had a ring etiquette. I didn't either. Now we're learning. Is three months of gross salary. So if you make, we'll say what uh, if you made uh, let's just three make it easy a month. Yeah, that if would be what thirty. That'd be thirty-six thousand dollars a year. So you should be spending nine thousand dollars. If you make thirty six thousand dollars a year, you should spend nine thousand dollars according ring. to ring
1: etiquette, yes. That
0: seems insane to me. <laughs> that seems even if you went with net on that, it would be what, not quite half of that, but still it'd be like five thousand dollars. For yeah. for somebody making thirty six thousand dollars a year, I'm gonna spend five grand on a ring. That seems like a boatload to me.
1: A boatload.
0: And again, money. if we're at 9000 for 36000 that means you double it for 72000 it's an $18,000 ring if you make mm-hmm. $72,000 a year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, this that's is ring the, etiquette. This is one of those things where you're like, I, I hope I get fired before I propose. Do you go along <laughs> with ring etiquette?
1: How do you feel about the ring etiquette, we
0: Tumbleweed, did you spend three months of your salary? Let me see what... Okay, so... (laughs)
1: That's 25% of your annual salary.
0: 25%. Yeah, so if you made thirty grand back in 1980 or whatever the year was.
1: We're doing the math on love. See how complicated this becomes? How
0: expensive is your love?
1: See what happens? I think
0: Tumbleweed came up short on his love.
1: You don't have to give the answer, Tumbleweed. He looks like he's dejected.
0: You know, I, I...
1: You don't have to get the answer.
0: If you Yeah. If you rewind all the way back to
1: you know 34 years ago, mm-hmm. what happened? I didn't even know it was a thing where you, I don't know how I didn't know it, that you're supposed to ask permission from the father. I mean, I did everything. Did you
0: not watch any movies? I mean, what <laughs> what, what the hell? Dude, this is like basic stuff. Did you know you were supposed to hold her hand at some point? Did you hold the <laughs> door for her?
1: You didn't ask for her hand in marriage? You should have learned that by watching an episode of Andy Griffith knew that the you know, darlings remember if you break that you could go to jail right man so i can't I, believe you i mean i needed you
0: guys back then. you forgot your upbringing so where were you
1: you had andy and barney right there teaching you at least that the feat of andy and barney <laughs> and he forgot all about it now you can still So you just ask show. becky and becky went home and told her mom and dad she's engaged i went with them I, i'm sure they looked at me and said what
0: what? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, what, <are> you, what, <laughs> what the are we hell? Are we? to all of us. Surprise! <laughs> what are we doing here? Well, I'm looking at like Zales right now, and you can buy two carat uh, engagement rings, it looks like, for like $2,500 to $3,500. So, I mean, I'm sure you can spend a lot more than that, too. Sure. But well, it I also mean,
1: depends on the cut and the clarity. I mean,
0: so as long as this guy's making $36,000 a year, he should be able to afford the two carat diamond. <laughs> All right, well, we don't know. Did she give us um she did she give us a dollar mark on this? She did not. Mm. But she did say that finance, financially this should not be a a problem
1: for Not her. a burden. Yeah. And I want this ring.
0: And I want this ring. Am I a jerk for telling him I want this size, this cut, set in this way cuz I have to wear it. And I'm going to wear it forever. Or until I lose it. There's that option as well. Yeah,
1: we, we lost uh, if, uh, how one. about this?
0: If I get the wrong one, that's going to be suddenly lost. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that changes my calculation.
0: Yeah, You just, you just wasted three grand. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the wrong ring.
1: All right, well, we get the Morning Rush regulars to chime in on this tomorrow morning. We're going to get all knee-deep in the awkwardness of getting ourselves involved in somebody else's personal life. I like
0: that. That's yeah, that's it. right. <laughs> Judge people. That's what we're all about. I love it. Um, what was I going to tell you that Jonathan, this is, this is one of the, Jonathan loves Wallet Hub. Gosh, mm. does he love them because they love us. So Wallet Hub has listed us as one of the laziest states in the country. Well, of course <laughs> they have. That's hardest. What Wallet Hub does. The hardest working state is Alaska. Yeah. Then you got the Dakotas and Nebraska and Texas and Wyoming and Oklahoma and Virginia and New Hampshire and Kansas rounds out your top 10. The laziest state in America is New Mexico, then New York, and Connecticut, and Rhode Island. And they throw us into that mix because South Carolina apparently has way too many retirees coming down here doing nothing but sitting on their butts.
1: Oh, see, Peach. I wondered. They always, Wallet hub's going to find something that we excel in, like we're an incredible place to retire and then they'll find that they'll stay up late at night. Uh, you can't, those guys at Wallet Hub, they'll burn the midnight oil. They'll crank up another pot of coffee and come up with a way to make South Carolina look bad. That's what they do because they know that it hacks me off.
0: 18
1: plus. So now, because we are a great place to retire, suddenly we're lazy.
0: Hmm. We're, we're, how about this? They didn't say lazy. I inserted that to make you extra angry. They they listed the hardest working states in order.
1: <gasps> well, then and you get to the end of the list, and you're yeah, absolutely correct. We're yeah, asserting this truth.
0: We're not one of the hardest. No, we don't work hard <laughs> down here. Because so many of us are retired. <laughs> yeah. So many of us are over See, the age of seventy-five. That's, <laughs> the thing about, that's the
1: thing about retirement. That's when you quit working. Wallet Hub.
0: Hmm.
1: Wallet Hub. Gosh, I just love seeing him get angry about Do it. Do nothing but write articles that hack me off. Yeah. My friends at Wallet Hub.
0: Now this is a this is an interesting survey. Um, we've long heard and discussed the love of pumpkin spice now 46 percent of americans demand (laughs) that pumpkin spice be available year round they want the why is this not a year round this is a true you thought covid was a problem we've got (laughs) why is covid going to stay here forever yeah and pumpkin spice is only seasonal how can i have a pandemic without my pumpkin spice so fans of pumpkin spice not only 46 percent of americans want it here year round they go on to say The Love of Pumpkin Spice, 39% say that they have tried what even they considered to be weird pumpkin spice products. For example, these are some of the things that people said that they tried just because they love pumpkin spice. Intimus. I don't see it on the list, but Uh, pasta sauce. What? Pumpkin spice pasta sauce, pumpkin spice deodorant. I don't know what the hell that even means.
1: You want to smell like a pumpkin?
0: Pumpkin spice.
1: Well, I know women are turned on by it. Not a bad idea. I like the way you're thinking.
0: (laughs) And then, then they go on with this thing of what would you remember? What would you do for a Klondike bar? Mm -hmm. What would you do for year-round pumpkin spice? Now I don't know how like this list was formed. Like, did people just shoot out answers? Like to try to be the, I would go to this level, or do they give them the options? And then the people came back with number one thing shave my head. Now, I guess that's males and females willing to just look like Kelly Nash. Uh, go a month without the internet. Okay. Uh, quit social media. Uh-huh. Give up my smartphone for a year. Huh. Give up all vacation days. Hmm. Take a pay cut of 20% or more. These people are willing to do this for what? To have year- access to year-round pumpkin spice.
1: Wow. There's an incredible opportunity here. And I'm thinking, how do we cash in on it? People are that willing to get pumpkin spice anytime they choose, any time of the year. Now, w- They'll w- give up vacation time.
0: I mean, they're literally, it's kind of like when we used to see Starbucks, these surveys, like the average American says they're willing to pay $5 for their Starbucks latte, Instead of the three fifty, I was like, "I think you're about to see a dollar fifty pay raise. exactly the spice, yeah. so if they if Americans are begging for pumpkin spice at this level, why wouldn't we just have access to it?
1: i I don't but yesterday, I got a little pushback. Actually, I pushed back. one of our one of our friends of the show, Jonathan,
0: not me in the Jonathan. flooring department. No. Whenever I hear you say the name Jonathan, I always think of that. I'm not
1: sure if Jonathan from the Foreign department is into pumpkin spice. Haven't asked seems like a little forward to me, but I'll ask and try to get into his personal business next time we speak. But Jonathan had posted up something about people are trying to push us into fall too quickly. It's still summertime South Carolina. And I tell him to chill out and have a pumpkin spice coffee. And his reply was, I'd rather have a pumpkin spice milkshake. And I'm like, I bet you they make that. As no. sick as that sounds.
0: That doesn't sound sick. Does it sound sick? I on,
1: Interesting. How about a pumpkin spice slushy from Sonic? Mm. They got every other flavor down there. I bet they don't have that one. Yeah. See? Why are we holding back on the pumpkin spice? Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's kind of like when, um, I mean, all right. We agree, though, that we like summer. Flavors round the clock, right? Like I like lemon, anything. Sure. Whenever you give it to me, you give me lemon stuff in January. Watermelon,
1: February. big summertime treat.
0: Yeah, but I'd have you. Would you not eat watermelon in the fall? Would I you would. be like objecting to it? Mm-hmm. Who? Da- they're trying to extend summer into fall. I want seasons <laughs> divided <laughs> properly. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my the,
1: seasons like I like my dinner plates with the with the little sections where the food doesn't touch.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> By the way, the second now this is to mean this is a winter flavor. Now this is where I'm going to be objecting. According to this, the number two fall flavor that people want year round is peppermint. Isn't that a winter flavor? Peppermint mocha, right? Probably. That's what I'm thinking.
1: Typically, it's more of like a Christmas blend.
0: Yeah. That's what I was thinking thirty eight percent of Americans don't Although I have had
1: peppermint peppers. ice cream.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: That is good. And I had it in the summertime. Yes. And I enjoyed it. That's when you would
0: have it. It's a cool, refreshing treat. Kind of like Elvis, we Elvis never sang that. But no. Eddie, Murphy <laughs> Eddie Murphy sang Murphy it did. as Elvis singing it about lemonade.
1: So I, I'm I'm I guess, you know, we should ask ourselves now, and you're right, every time we get close to fall, people start craving it. Why aren't we just why aren't we just covered in pumpkin spice? Why isn't there a pumpkin spice, like, duster? I can just walk into it, like if you go over to Kelly's place and get in the cash machine. Why can't I get in the pumpkin spice machine and just dust me with pumpkin spice?
0: Why not? Why not? I I don't have that answer for you. It's kind of like, we should, you know, it, this place should look like pollen with pumpkin spice. <laughs> just your car's got the yeah, windshield wipers going right. on it. and that's right. <laughs> You wanted it. Oh, you wanted it. You got it now, kids. Um, What else do we got for you? Oh, uh, auto-correct fails. We put this up on the Morning Rush blog at 975wcos.com. Oh, I
1: almost sent one the other day, with this hysterical. Let me think. I was sending somebody a text message, and I was typing it instead of speaking it. And it typed out a word, and I laughed out loud. It'll come to me by tomorrow morning. Okay. But I'm like, oh, thank God I saw that before I hit send. So we've got a list. It was a double entendre. No. Uh Not the Toyota
0: truck. That's totally different. I don't know how this auto-corrected this way, but um, this mother sent one (laughs) to her friend that said, there's a burglar in the house. Mm Mm-hmm. The person then called nine one one to say, "My friend says that there's a burglar, there's a burglar in, in the house." And she texted her back, "Cops are on the way." And she said, "I meant to say squirrel. There was a squirrel in the house." Somehow, and it came
1: up, "Burglar."
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe she spoke that into the phone. <laughs> so now you got to call the cops and go, "It's not yeah. a burglar. It's a squirrel."
1: We still need the cops. It's a squirrel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the squirrels are back. This, this time, time it's personal. personal. Um now this 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 is unfortunate. Okay. He sent it to his girlfriend who was coming over to watch a football game that day. Okay. Okay. The text read, Hey, can you get pregnant before you come over here today? Do you want to guess what he was actually saying? Preg Preg. Hey, can you get Pringles? Pringles. <laughs> he wanted some. Ch- She's like, "What the? F- what are you talking about, you freak?" But <laughs> did she?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you get pregnant before you come over yeah. here today? That'll I don't, I don't want that burden
0: on me. A burden.
1: It takes a little while for that test to come back. A little longer than your typical COVID test.
0: Um. <laughs> this guy tried to send one to his wife, trying mm-hmm. to be loving. Uh-oh. And he this is obviously an older gentleman, because oh. guys younger than us don't talk like this. My love for you is so strong, I'd buy you a casket if I could. <laughs> and I think he got a WTF on that. And, she, and he said... Castle. That was supposed to see, Castle. <laughs> It'll be Castle, Sugar. That's great. That's great. I you a casket. Uh, I buy you a casket. Oh, that's <laughs> just. Look what I got you for your birthday.
1: You know, we've got so accustomed to like every text message we speak or type, you know, it's always pretty much dead on. But it's the one in a hundred that'll kick you in the butt.
0: Yeah. So, how did you get that's kicked funny. in the butt? Or did you get yeah. one? Did somebody send you a message and you were That's like, good. what the hell? We
1: can talk yeah. about that tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Autocorrect As we stories. get ready
1: for football on Saturday. Mitchell Tenpenny Friday night at the Senate. Mm. Jake Owen one week from Friday night. A lot going on. Big stuff coming down. We kick it off tomorrow morning. Hey, what's going on in your neighborhood We're going to be talking about? Reach out to us on social media. And when we start talking about whatever it is we're going to talk about tomorrow, be sure and chime in at nine seven eight nine two six seven On the morning rush.